Hi, this is Ananda, president of the Hare Krishna community near Washington, D.C. What follows is a Sunday talk recorded at our temple. Every Sunday we invite the public for meditation, a talk, and a vegetarian lunch. We'd love for you to join us. More information is available at iskonofdc.org. That's I-S-K-C-O-N of D-C dot org. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the talk. So today, we're going to discuss the qualities of a great devotee, very great devotee, whose name was Prahlad Maharaj. Want to hear that? Yes. In material life, people have heroes. They have sports stars as the heroes. Movie stars are the heroes. These are the new demigods of Kali Yuga. But devotees have devotees as the heroes. And one of our heroes is Prahlad Maharaj. You read about Prahlad Maharaj in the seventh canto of the Bhagavatam. And in the Bhagavatam it is said that in any assembly of great sages, Discussion of Prahlad Maharaj is bound to be there. And it is said that when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates would talk, they would discuss mainly the pastimes of Prahlad Maharaj and, and Dhruva Maharaj. Not the, not the gopi not the affairs with the gopis. So Prahlad Maharaj, as you know, was self-realized from the beginning. He received spiritual knowledge when he was in the womb of his mother from the sage. From whom? Which sage? Nandamuni. So we'll read the translation and purport, then proceed to discuss. Okay? Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 4. Text 31 and 32. Brahmanya Shila Shampana Satya Sando Jitendriya Atmabat Sarva Bhutanam Eka Priya Surittamaha Dasabat Sanatar Yangri Pitbriyat Dinavat Sala Bratvat Sadrises Nigdo Guruso Isbara Bhavana Vidhyarta Rupa Janmadhyo Manastamba Vivarjita. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada K. The qualities of Maharaj Palad, the son of Hiranya Kashipu, are described herewith. He was completely cultured as a qualified Brahmana, having very good character and being determined to understand the absolute truth. He had full control of his senses and mind. Like the super soul, he was kind to every living entity and was the best friend to everyone. To respectable persons, he acted exactly like a menial servant. To the poor, he was like a father. To his equals, he was attached like a sympathetic brother, and he considered his teachers, spiritual masters, and elder God brothers to be as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
He was completely free from unnatural pride that might have arisen from his good education, riches, beauty, aristocracy, and so on. Purport. These are some of the qualifications of a Vaisnava. A Vaisnava is automatically a Brahmana because a Vaisnava has all the good qualities of a Brahmana. Samodamastapo socham kshantir arjavam evacha gyanang bigyanang astikyang brahma karma subhavajam. Peacefulness, self control, austerity, purity, tolerance, honesty, wisdom, knowledge, and religiousness, these are the qualities by which the Brahmanas work. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 18, text 42. These qualities are manifested in the body of a Vaisnava. Therefore, a perfect Vaisnava is also a perfect Brahmana, as indicated here by the words, Brahmanya Shila Shampana. A Vaisnava is always determined to understand the absolute truth. And to understand the absolute truth, one needs to have full control over his senses and mind. Prahlad Maharaj possessed all these qualities. A Vaisnava is always a well-wisher to everyone. The six Goswamis, for example, are described in this way. Dhira Dhira Jana Priyau. They were popular with both the gentle and the ruffians. A Vaisnava must be equal to everyone, regardless of one's position. Atmabhat, a Vaisnava should be like Paramatma. Isvara Sarbabhutanam Ridesir Dunatistati. Paramatma does not hate anyone. Indeed, he is the heart, he is in the heart of a Brahmana, but he is also even in the heart of a pig. As the moon never refuses to distribute its pleasing rays even to the home of a Chandala, a Vaisnava never refuses to act for everyone's welfare. Therefore, a Vaisnava is always obedient to the spiritual master, Arya. The word Arya refers to one who is advanced in knowledge. One who is deficient in knowledge cannot be called Arya. At the present, however, the word Arya is used to refer to those who are godless. This is the unfortunate situation of Kali Yuga. The word Guru refers to the spiritual master who initiates his disciple into advancement in the science of Krishna or Krishna consciousness as stated by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. Shi Bhagavan Mantrupa Desha Ke Guru Iti Artha. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta Purport, Canto 7, Chapter 4, Text 31 to 32 of the Srimad Bhagavatam. So our topic today is quality of Pranad Maharaj.
and as we said earlier, Pralaj Maharaj is one of the most exalted devotees. When devotees get together, what do they do? Or what should they do? They probably do prajalpa. But what they should be doing is discussing Krishna Katha. Krishna Katha means discussing the pastimes of the Lord and his devotees. So Prahlad Maharaj is one of the most exalted of all devotees. And in the Srimad Bhagavatam it is said, Prahlad's qualities are so vast, no one can actually fully list all of them. So you just heard some qualities listed. Don't think, oh, that's all. The Bhagavatam clearly says his qualities are unlimited. Prahlad, as you know, was, whose son was he? What was Hiranyakashipu's introduction? Was he a devotee or a demon? Demon. No, he was actually a devotee. He appeared in the role of a demon to make the Lord's pastimes more relishable. Anyway, we won't get into that. Prahlad had a great fortune to receive spiritual knowledge when he was in the womb of his mother. Hiranyakashipu, his father, had gone to perform great austerities. Hiranyakashipu went to Mandara Hill, where he stood on his toes with his hands raised to the sky for how long? Undecided years. Many of you do yoga. So how many of you do yoga regularly? Okay. So you probably practice standing on your toes. So how long can you stand on your toes maximum? Five minutes? But Hiranagajipu stood on his toes with his hands raised to the sky for hundreds of celestial years. So he was not an ordinary personality. He was empowered. So Prahlad received spiritual knowledge when he was in the womb of his mother. And Prahlad, as you know, was fearless. He had to go through huge obstacles. What was his offense? He was attached to the Supreme Lord. And as a result, he had to go through heavy situations. The last qualities I mentioned here, we'll just quickly discuss because we have very limited time. And frankly, to discuss these qualities, you need two weeks of lectures, not just half an hour. So what does it say? He was indeed a great devotee of the Lord. And what do you hear his qualities? He was completely cultured as a qualified Brahmana. Now Prabhupada explains in the purport the qualities of a Brahmana. Some people think that one becomes a Brahman by birth and they don't recognize someone becoming a Brahman by qualification. 
But our spiritual masters have established that one becomes a Brahmana on the basis of guna. Chaturvarnamaya Shishnam, guna karma vivaga sadha. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was the first great Acharya who propagated this principle based on the scriptures. They want to become the Brahman on the basis of qualification. Can you hear me clearly in the back? Can you hear clearly? Okay. So Prahlad Maharaj was a qualified Brahmana, not just a Brahmana who wears a Brahman thread and says, hey, this is I, I'm a, I'm a Brahman. One becomes a Brahman based on qualification. And in the 18th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, that Prabhupada quotes in the purport, he explains, Samodamatapasocham, Shantinarjam Evacha, Jnana Vijnana Mastikya, Ramakramasvagajam. With certain qualities of the Brahmana are listed, but we don't have time to discuss all of them. And Prabhupada makes the point, a Brahmana, a Vaishnava, is automatically a Brahmana also. So Prahlad was a genuine Brahman, not someone who was a Brahman just in name or by birth. And as we said, to be a Brahman, one must have certain qualification. Like in an ISKCON movement, before one gets initiated in the chanting of the holy name, and after some time, when it's proven that he has a certain level of spiritual knowledge and character, then he gets considered for the next initiation. So Brahmana must be by guna. Then, good character being determined to understand the absolute truth. So what was Prahlad? He was determined to understand the absolute truth. Prahlad's father could never tolerate Prahlad being addicted, attached to the Supreme Lord. He could never tolerate that. So he would call Prahlad's teachers, Sandhanamarka. What are you doing? You're not doing a good job. The Vaishnavas are coming in disguise and brainwashing my son. And the teachers would say, Sir, don't falsely accuse us. We ourselves are bewildered. Where is your son getting this knowledge from? The father would say, It appears to me that the Vaishnavas are coming in disguise to preach to my son. So Sadhana said, So don't worry, sir. We'll take care of your son. We will brainwash him to believe you are the Supreme. So, they tried their best and they finally conveyed to Hiranyakashipu, now your son will accept you as the Supreme. So Prahlad's father made him sit on his lap and asked him, so, among the various subjects you learned, what is the best that you find? The best of all. And what did Prahlad say? He revealed the ninefold process of devotional service, which is Shavanam Krishnam, 
So Prahlad, over here it is that you were determined to succeed on the spiritual path. So determination is an important element if you want to make spiritual advancement. Determination is an important element even if you want material life, even if you want material success, you need determination. Especially if you want spiritual success. Determination is very important. Rupa Goswami gave us very important guidelines in Nectar of Instruction. And in this famous book, how many of you have read this book, Sri Yogadeshwar Myth? That's all? That's all, Nick. I thought all of you would say. It's a very nice book, Nectar of Instruction. I strongly recommend you should please get a copy and read it. So in this small book, Rupa Goswami says, Utsaha Nishchaya Dhariyat, Tatat Karma Pravartanat, Sangatyagi Satavrete, Sadhvi Bhakti Prasadati. That if you want to succeed on the spiritual path, one of the elements that's needed is determination. So here it is said, Prahlad was determined to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He was determined to serve the Lord and understand the Lord. And None of us, we may have faced challenges in America, as I was saying the other day. It's very easy. You don't have any government restrictions. You have the freedom to preach. But in many parts of the world, including some parts where I work, there's so many restrictions, so many watchdogs watching you. But the devotees are still determined to push Krishna consciousness. There's one country in the CIS where you can't distribute books, but still, our devotees go out, face the cold weather, face the arrogant police, and still distribute books. And they get arrested, and they get released. But they're not scared, because they're determined to preach. So, if we want to succeed spiritually, we need determination. One question that comes up is, how do you develop this determination? Am I right? How do you get this determination? You can hear, you can read, but you also have to know, how can you get this determination? This is nicely discussed by Rupa Goswami again. Just for everyone's information, Rupa, Sanatana, and the six Goswamis of Vrindavan were incarnations of Manjaris. Manjaris are those who held the gopis in serving Radharani. And Rupa Goswami and the other Goswamis left behind such intense literature which has no parallel. So Rupa Goswami explains, Adho Shraddha Tata Sadhu, 
In the initial stage, you may have a desire. I want to engage in service. And when the desire is sincere, the Lord guides you to appropriate association by which you can practice devotional service. So determination is a must. And in Prahlad's case, we see he had to face challenges. He was thrown from mountain tops. He had poison snakes surround him. He had elephants walk on him. But he still did not give up Krishna consciousness. So, so when I said earlier, our heroes in spiritual life should be devotees like Prahlad Maharaj and Dhruva Maharaj, that means we should, from their example, get inspired to also follow in their footsteps. That is the real meaning. We, they, we, we worship them and we pray to them to please give us the mercy so that we can follow in their footsteps. And by hearing, some of you may be wondering, saying, and thinking in your mind, oh, Maharaj is talking all this, but this is highly impractical. We're too degraded. We know that we are degraded, but the power of devotional service is such, the power of spiritual hearing is such, that by hearing, meditating, you can also get the strength to cultivate these qualities. That's why hearing from the authoritative sources is highly recommended in all the scriptures. The Prahlad was a qualified Brahmana. He was determined to serve the Supreme Lord. He had very good character. The devotee of the Lord has all good qualities. He has good character. We must practice what we preach. This is important. These days you see People become good orators and recite, explain. They don't practice what they preach. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is said, one must by his behavior reveal the purpose of religious principles. So our behavior, especially if you're pursuing spiritual life, should match the description in the scriptures. In Pilar's case, it is being said, he was completely cultured and in good character. He had full control over his senses and mind. We read about this issue almost in every purport. What do you read in every purport? What? The importance of controlling the mind and the... And what else? Senses. I just read it out. With Pilat Maharaj, it is being said, he had full control over his mind and senses. So, the mind plays a big role in our spiritual effort. In the sixth chapter of the Gita called Dhyana Yoga, Krishna explains this principle of making friends with the mind or controlling the mind and the senses. 
We have these senses, ideas, nose, tongue, touch. We can either misuse them or use them correctly. In the Bhagavatam, you read the story in the tenth canto of the sons of Kuvera. What were their names? Manigriva and Nadakavara. Being the sons of a rich man, Kuvera, they had fallen into bad association and they became very degraded. So degraded that when the sage Narada was standing in front of them, they wouldn't even cover their naked bodies. So Narada Muni thought, let me give them a special benediction. A sage, when he, even if he curses someone, it's a blessing. So Narada Muni told them, Become trees in the courtyard of, whose courtyard? Nanvar. Just like even the trees on your Potamic temple property are very fortunate. Because at least they're hearing the holy name. So now the Muni cursed them to become trees. But along with that, he gave them a benediction. What was the benediction? At the end of 100 years, you see the Supreme Personality of God. So at the end of 100 years, the Lord was only tied to the mortar in his Dhamdar pastime. When he remembered the promise given by his devotee Narada, and he pulled the two Arjuna trees, and out of the trees came the sons of Kuvera. They got purified associating with the Lord. And they said, Now onwards, we will always use a mind and senses in serving the Lord. And they gave it, they elaborated on the different organs in the body, how they'll be using it in service to the Lord. So the point is that in ignorance we misuse our mind and senses. But when you come in contact with the devotee of the Lord, obtain transcendental knowledge, then you purify it. So here it is said, Pralad was using his mind and senses in service of the Lord. He was kind to every living entity and the best friend of everyone. That's the nature of a devotee. What's the nature of a devotee? He's the best friend of everyone. Just like Thakur Bhakti now says, Except for me, you have no other real friend. Prahlad's glorified for many qualities. One of the qualities he's glorified for is his desire to save the conditioned souls. Prahlad Maharaj said, My dear Lord, I have learned the art or meditating on you. So what are you worried about? I'm worried about those who are trying to convert a position of distress to a position of what? Comfort. That's what mature society is. We try to convert distress to happiness. So here it is said, Prahlad was a friend of everyone. So when you talk about a spiritualist being a friend, what this really means is the spiritualist's desire 
To see everyone who become happy by cultivating Krishna consciousness. A spiritualist knows it doesn't matter how much you endeavor, how much success you may have, you can't find any real happiness in the material world. Somebody was to claim that they found huge reservoirs of water in the Arizona deserts. Would you believe it? Or in the Sahara Desert? No. So similarly, to believe that by some material manipulation you can find real happiness is a total misleading phenomenon. So a devotee of the Lord, being a well-wisher, as some of you may know, Srila Prabhupada, when he would sign his letters, what would he write on the bottom? Your ever well-wisher. Srila Prabhupada is a classic example of somebody who had all the conveniences in Vrindavan, but meditating on his Guru's order at the age of 69, with just 40 rupees, four dollars in his pocket, he endeavored to embark on this program to spread Krishna consciousness. He only had one reason. On his trip to America, he had two heart attacks. And he was thinking that my mission may not be successful. And then the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, in which the Lord was a boatman. And Prabhupada was a passenger in the boat. And the Lord was roaming the boat. And the Lord said, don't worry, your mission will be successful. Again, after coming to America, Prabhupada had to face so many challenges. But finally, after an intense struggle for a year, he was able to get Eskhan established. So a devotee of the Lord is the real friend of everyone. And that's why he endeavors to preach, even at the cost of getting crucified. Prahlad is a classic example of someone who was preaching in spite of impediments. Prahlad's classmates were all demonic. And he had teachers who were watching him so tightly. Michel Prahlad would preach and he converted all his friends to become devotees of the Lord. In fact, Southern America, his teachers, but so worried when they saw the whole class, nobody is listening to them. Everyone is listening to Prahlad. They finally went and complained to the Father. So a devotee of the Lord is a kind friend of everyone. I'm just touching on these points briefly, because as I said earlier, we have limited time to have a thorough discussion. To respectable persons, he was exactly like a menial servant. To the poor, he was like a father. And father. And to the equals, he was like the menial servant. So, Lord behaved perfectly with everyone.
to the seniors. He was respectful, like a respectful servant. He was serving them. Two, the equals, he made friends. Just like in the Bhagavatam fourth canto, you read of Narada Muni and the story of Dhruva Maharaj, another one of our heroes. So Narada Muni explains that we can possibly have three levels of association and we should know how to behave in these three situations. If you have the chance to associate with somebody who is more advanced, one becomes joyful. Why? Well, you're going to hear something. It's going to help you push your spiritual life. When you have the opportunity to associate with somebody equally advanced, we make friendship. Friendship in spiritual life it's not like friendship in material life. Friendship in material life means I facilitate your sense of enjoyment and you facilitate mine. And when we can't, we part. Whether it's a marriage or an employee-employee situation or any situation. But friendship in spiritual life means we team up to serve the mission of the Lord. We team up to preach team up to serve the Lord. So Prahlad, with equals, he would make friends. And he considered every, the seniors, the spiritual teachers, like the spiritual master. He was devoid of pride. Pride is a major obstacle on the path of self-realization. If you, what is the opposite of pride? Huh? Humility. Humility. Well, by pride, you go away from the Lord. By humility, you can attract the Lord. In the Chaitanya Chaitanya you read the story of a king of Risa called King Prataparudra. The king was a great devotee of the Lord. He had tried to, to see the Lord, but the Lord kept refusing on the ground. He's a king. He has to deal with so many mundane affairs. I will renunciate. I can't associate with these people. Actually, the Lord was increasing his desire to see, to see the Lord. But on the occasion of Rathyatra, the Lord thought something very pleasing. On the occasion of Rathyatra, Lord Chaitanya gave a lot of emphasis to Rathyatra. And on the occasion of Rathyatra, the king would personally take a golden broom, sweep the whole route on which the Rathyatra would move and then clean the route with scented water. So Lord Chaitanya, when he saw, here's a king holding such an important position and doing such menial work, the Lord was very pleased by the humility 
exhibited by the king. So what did the Lord do? On the Rathyatra, the Lord would organize three chariots. First one was the chariot of Balram, then was Subhadra, and third was what? Jagannath. The Lord would organize eight kitchen parties along with each chariot. And the Lord would expand himself. You and I can't expand ourselves, but the Lord can expand himself unlimitedly. Like in Dwarka, Krishna expanded himself to 16,108 forms. So the Lord would expand himself and be present in each of the kids and parties. Every kids and party would think, oh, I'm so fortunate. Lord is in my party. And only few selected devotees had the privilege to see the Lord present in all of them. And one of them was King Padapuda. So what captured the attention of the Lord? The humility of the king. So with regards to Prahlad Maharaj, it is being explained. Dai was a king, aristocrat, learned, but he was still very, very humble. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has listed six factors that are conducive for spiritual advancement. And what is the sixth one? Humility. So in discussing Prahlad's good qualities, we can get inspiration to also endeavor to cultivate these qualities. Many times devotees ask a question, how can I develop these qualities? Just like you heard about Prahlad Maharaj's qualities, which we explain in brief. And then you read about 26 qualities of a devotee that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spoke to Sanatana Goswami. So a natural question that devotees all over the world bring up, how can I develop this determination? How can I develop humility? How can I become devoid of pride? How can I control my mind and senses? Is this a, are these questions also in your mind? Yes, no? Yes. Really? You your yes was pretty soft. Yes. I don't think you are too serious. I think your yes would be more louder. Anyway, the devotees often ask, how can I develop all these qualities? And the answer is, by the execution of Vajrakriya. Chanting, hearing, associating, these are important activities. And if it's associated with devotees, study the books, chant the holy names attentively, then we will be able to, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Chaitanya Darpan, marginal. The biggest obstacle for spiritual advancement are these anarthas. And if you're serious about spiritual life, and we believe that everyone who comes to an Iskand temple, not only in Botanic, but all over the world, has some element of interest in bhakti yoga. That's why they come to our temples. So we have that desire. 
then we should take advantage of this process, stay in the association of devotees, and that will help. Krishna says, those who endeavor to serve me and understand me, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. So we may have so many shortcomings, representing the endeavor, Krishna will help. Prabhupada said, you take one step towards Krishna, you take ten steps towards you. So we briefly read out to you Prahlad's qualities as it explained in the seventh canto. And it also explained the great Narada Muni has stated. These qualities are only brief. Actually, Prahlad's qualities are so vast that you can't fully enumerate them. But by hearing, meditating, we will also get the inspiration to develop these qualities. And if we make an effort with sincere chanting, reading, then Krishna, who is in the heart, will give us the strength to develop these qualities. And as you develop these qualities, you'll be able to experience spiritual bliss. Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, one of the gains of chanting the holy name is the cleansing of the heart. But another gain of chanting the holy name is Ananda Bodhi Vardhanam. That is, you get spiritual happiness. So if you want spiritual happiness, this is the path. So please take to it seriously. Make an effort. Take advantage of the spiritual devotees around you. And stay in devotee association. And endeavor to chant and read. And if you sincerely endeavor, Krishna will help you to develop these qualities. Thank you very much. Okay.